When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About that, I think Chris stayed up all night knowing that we had a boogie night Dirk Diggler opportunity, and he put it together. He knocked it out of the park. You know, f- briefly, that was really touching, <laughs> like that gesture by Chris Morales. And then the more it went along, the more I realized this was just him using me as an excuse to put in all the boogie night yeah. stuff in the imaging. Exactly. Like it, it, it felt in the beginning like this touching tribute from Morales. By the end, I realized it's just him loving boogie yeah, nights. He wanted to put Chest Rockwell yes. in there, and, he, and yes. he got it done. Do you understand the Piano in the Dark reference? I understand everything <laughs> that he's talking about. He Morales knows that I also love boogie nights. Oh, sure. Who and, doesn't? And that I, I really know the movie extremely well. It's a real movie, Jack. <laughs> it's a real movie. <laughs> So, this is the one they're going to remember. There before. is exactly there's there's a lot. Slee ditched us. Who you know whatever it's fine. Jorge is in the uh, the pilot seat wow. today because Wait, Zach decided to leave. We don't growl on this show. Wow. You, you, you're welcome to. You can growl. You can scream. You can also, do whatever you hey, want. I got, I got an announcement for you guys. All right. There's something you guys must do. If I'm filling in for you guys, hit me. Your know your audience. Has to know this. Hey guys, vote for Jorge. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. That's what your audience needs to know. There are two things I care about that we vote for. Right? Like, if you want to vote for Travis and Slee was the favorite show, that's great. I'll take it. Don't get me wrong. Mm, if you okay. li- want to vote for Al or me, whatever, I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> but I care about two of these things. I care about bit of the year or segment of the year. Bit yeah. Is it bit of the year? I think it's bit of the year. Astley. It has to be Astley. And I want you to win, Jorge. Hey, guys. Those are the things I care about. for Jorge. <laughs> there you Don't go. Don't vote for Lara. <laughs> nice. Don't vote for Laura. I that's I didn't I didn't know it had turned ugly. That's uh <laughs> that's good right there. That's good. What so it's like Slee up right now, you think? Is he is he is he doing something? Is he at the coffee? Is he just hanging out in his underwear at home? Like what's going on? Uh I think the at home part you nailed. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I can't speak to uh Slewa's state of dress. <laughs> At the moment, like I, I don't know if he's like a never nude in real life or you know if he, <laughs> well yeah I think I think yes on that <laughs> like you know I, I can't speak to like how down to the skivvies if the skivvies are even a part of this for it's sleep. cold too yeah. and so you probably had like some pajama pants sure. or something yeah but but home feels like a safe bet there, there's not a a, a stiff shirt that, or shoes on his feet. no that, that's, that's even sure. money right now <laughs> something at home so it's thursday and we typically do ask Slee on mondays wednesdays and fridays and i just feel like that's not enough i think that we have to do a, we, we settled on ask ski all all i, I request I like that all i request is that we do the forced rhyme <laughs> Like, if you can come up with some type of forced rhyme that works, I don't care what it is. Rhyme. Ask Andy is at least alliterative. Mm, but it's not It's not really a rhyme, though. It's not. No, it's not a rhyme, but we got a double A. a- ask, ask D, like at the end of ask, Andy. 
but I'm not sure people going, will get it's, it. It's going a little. Ask Ski ask Kamenetsky. Ski. Okay, okay, but yeah. I don't know. Look, all I need is for people to send them. We've yes. had we've had a pretty good start so far. We have uh, we have a whole bunch of things um, that people want to ask you about cereal, about Brian, about your driving habits, your eating habits. <laughs> wow. These these are the things that we do on Ask Lee. So you got to uh, pitch in and do that. I just feel happy that this many people want to <laughs> ask me questions. They, they like to make people ask uh, weird questions. ESPN Radio is brought to you by. Progressive Insurance, all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, you can be a part of the show, as always, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So We've already got um, some Laura people on the phone that we'll get to coming up here in a little bit. This is I didn't know this was quite as heated with you, Jorge, that you and Laura are in a, a pitched battle for this This. Very prestigious award. Yeah, well, it started because she cut off my kid one, t- one day when I was off. So she hit, she did this. Hey, guys. She did that. Oh. She cut her off. So people on Twitter went at her, and my daughter came back with this. Don't vote for Lara. <laughs> I like so it. That's how we got. That's how we got started. You, are you ready to vote, Andy? Have you weighed in on for the Mandy Awards? I've I've already voted for Jorge like a hundred times. Thanks, and ask Slee. Yes. That didn't seem sincere. Seventeenawards.net. Well, <laughs> look, I, there, there's only so much voter fraud that I'm willing to to risk. So, you know, you gotta pick uh, your spots. I'm gonna load it up for Jorge before I start loading it up for Slee. I've already got my t shirts made. Uh ask Slee really won. If that, <laughs> that I'm gonna start passing those out if in fact it, it doesn't go Slee's way. And it's I'll, rigged. I'll I'll start a counter a, a counter propaganda. Fake news. Campaign. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um Lakers play tonight. Um, they got the Spurs going there. Al and I have gone back and forth on this a million different times. So I, here's kind of what I want to do. This is – I'm the one that has not been on board with this from the beginning. He's telling me wait till Kendrick Nunn gets back. I feel like there's a lot of ground in between these two things. Ken- Kendrick Nunn, by the way, <laughs> has been so disconnected from the team. Like, that dude could walk past us right now. I'm not 100% sure I'd recognize him. No, I think that's probably true. That, look – I don't care, wait till blank comes back. Anthony Davis falls into that category. The rest of it, LeBron's here. AD was here until very recently. Russell Westbrook plays every night. I was told that was the team. So, okay, so we can't say, hey, listen, Kent Bazemore hasn't gotten enough minutes so far. They said, stop. We're not doing that. So split the difference for me. Give me an idea of where the non-Travis, non-Sliwa Laker people are. I think you are both right to some degree. Like, I think when Allen does his Homer thing on behalf of the Lakers, he is correct when he says that we have not gotten a real opportunity to truly see how good the Lakers can be. Because he is correct that there has been no continuity with this team whatsoever going back to training camp Mm -hmm. when Trevor Ariza you know had to get have surgery and other guys were in and out and I think in retrospect the team made a mistake not playing LeBron and Russ and AD enough together like just using that opportunity just to create more of a foundation even if you only played them a quarter right and sat them I think in retrospect that was a mistake then you've had Kendrick Nunn hurt. You've had guys in and out of the COVID protocols. You've had AD hurt. You've had LeBron hurt. You've had LeBron suspended. You've had all these different things that have not allowed the Lakers to reach whatever that truest, best version of themselves could be. Where I think you are on the half-right scale of this is it was always going to be difficult to get there mm-hmm. because this roster was constructed in – Ways that don't totally make sense, that are very imbalanced, where a lot needed to go right 
If it went right, I think it was going to go really right. Yeah, no, the, the upside for it all was incredibly high. And, and, I'll, and I'll be honest, I've said this before. My, my dislike for the Russell Westbrook acquisition was not this is what it was going to look like. I, I did not think that what we're looking at right now was, was the end result of this. I thought even with Russell Westbrook coming in and not fitting in particularly well, I thought they'd be pretty good. I mean, you got LeBron James, you got Anthony Davis, you've got these other guys. I thought they'd be pretty good. I, I did thought that they would be somewhere in the mix for one of the two or three best teams in the Western Conference. I did not think that they would be on the playoff bubble. I did not that, that well, and and th- those are where the extenuating circumstances I think come in. But the the thing that I keep coming back to, and even listening to you say it, and you're right, you you had preseason, you had some early parts. There have not even been flashes when those three guys played together. We're like that, that, right? See, there. I more, disagree more with that. that. I, I actually disagree with that. I think there have been times where Russ, AD, and LeBron, when they have played together, like the six minutes we've had of that this season, where they've actually looked pretty good. And I think Russ and AD often play really well off each other. I think Russ and LeBron have started to get more of a chemistry. There have been a few games where the three of them have actually played really well off each other, but. The three of them need to get right on a regular basis in order for everything else around them, as, again, imperfect as the supporting cast is, to try to gel. Those guys are only going to be as good as that star foundation allows them to be. We haven't had it. No, no. We, I, I have not seen the same minutes that you're talking about. I, I just there, – there have been a little – I mean, the Celtics game, they looked okay. They, that they're, they're Against Milwaukee, I thought they looked – Okay, oh, I thought they looked good against Milwaukee. They, 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 they there were moments, but the, I mean, we're talking. They've played thirty-two games, and it was this game here and that game there. I just, but again, is, the minute and, and the the graph isn't right, right? It's not where it's a little better week to week, month to month, game to game. It's like, hey, you remember that game back in early November? That was pretty good. It's like, eh. yeah, but the graph though is only going to go up if you have something to build off with it, and and they have not legitimately had that opportunity. It's also, I mean, when you talk about the playoff bubble. Half like the West is on the playoff bubble. Like it, you can. It depends on how you look at this. You could actually say, given all that they've been through, it's kind of impressive that they're at five hundred. I mean, no, 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 you can't. Yeah, you can. They played the easiest schedule in. in but it's in not. The but it's only. League. But it's only easy if you have everybody. That's part but of why they everybody had most of their guys most of the time. I don't know. I, I, I just that this that you can't. I don't care who was available or not. When they lost to Oklahoma City both times, they had enough guys to beat sure, Oklahoma absolutely. City. absolutely. When they played Minnesota both times, they had enough guys to beat Minnesota. They lost to Sacramento. I mean, these are teams that I don't care if you and I are getting minutes in that game. If LeBron and or Russell Westbrook and or Anthony Davis plays in those games, you need to win those games. You do need to win those games. I'm just saying they've been through legitimately a lot. I'm not saying that they haven't disappointed in any way because they clearly – have disappointed and this team's had an issue with you know playing as hard as they should like if nothing else they need to realize more often they're not as good as they think either they are or they will be so all right it's it's a bit of a mess are you ready for this yes Uh, we're we're all i don't know how we got here so quickly where we're negotiating between jorge and laura but let's go to uh where do we have here emily i don't know that let's just go to victor victor's our guy victor you're on with uh travis and andy what's going on victor Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Love the show. You guys do an amazing job. I agree. Jorge. Come on, Jorge, I love you, buddy. But I love you too, you man. Keep it for the Latinos, buddy. You got to exactly. 
No, 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 no. Vote for Jorge. That's it. No, no, no. So pick one or the other. That's it. There is, there is no Laura E. Jorge. Exactly. Like, that's not an option. There's no category. I'm like... I just, I just think we need to keep it real, man. I was gonna pull my vote for Alan for the Sliwa and uh, Travis show, but I don't hear some more Laura love, though, man. Come on now, we Look. gotta give Laura some love. Give Laura some love. You can give Laura That's some love, Victor. That's fine. I'm okay with that, but I just need you to vote for Ask Slee. Yeah, you, you can try to negotiate a truce between Jorge and Laura, but I just need to make sure that you click the Ask T the Ask Slee tab. That's all I really care about. Right, I mean, that's, that's how it has to go. <laughs> you need to make you need to make your daughter Jorge say get created vote for Ask Slee. I need I need I need that produced uh, for the month of January so we can start yeah, yeah. the campaign. I'm gonna need a blank check, my friend. <laughs> deal, <laughs> deal. I got five bucks with your name on it, her it. name on. It. I'm gonna pay her. Right, and then you, you, you can get your ten percent right. as the agent fee, so you can have your uh, fifty cents along the way, and uh, you can chip her off the four fifty. It. It's the last game at Staples Center. I can know. I can I be totally honest? Real quick why do people care about that I, I for the life of me i don't understand why this is an emotional thing for people i i get it when i think of that building across the street i'm gonna think of it as staple center it's been there 20 plus seasons i get it it's staple center but this is an office supply retailer this is not a family but name. not just any office supply <laughs> retailer travis it's it's not it's a staples. family name like had they taken down dodger stadium I get it. I would get that the idea of you can't call Dodger Stadium the Office Depot Stadium. You can't do I'm with you. If you change the Rose Bowl to something, I'm I'm with guys, they sell printers. What are why do we have an emotional attachment Wait. to this? I don't understand. Okay, first of all, where I live, they the staples that was near my house, they just relocated into a bigger better more impressive location so okay. easy how you talk about staples and an icon of the printer and supply industry but secondly travis i actually i get it you do i get it i All can right. explain to you good where this is coming from and afterwards i think you'll get if it this well. doesn't have something to do with paper clips and a highlighter so i'm going to be very disappointed so we'll get into that I'm coming up next does it's travis and slee and he's in for slee coming up at 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Is that Frank, Jorge? Yeah. 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 Yep. I think it's got to be Feliz Navidad. It's good. I love Feliz Navidad. The uh, Rams Mariachis played it on Tuesday. It was oh, fantastic. Mariachi yeah. makes everything yeah. better. And then live, oof, even oh, better. Yeah, yeah no, th those guys are great. Yeah. First of all, I, I'm sure there are larger mariachi bands, but that one's big. They've got a bunch of guys. My my wife is Mexican-American, and when we got married, we wanted to have a mariachi band at our wedding, but just mariachis do not come cheap. <laughs> I would imagine like, it, not. It, it is, you don't just... Uh, rent them out without without having to do some discussion, and it turned out that discussion was just too uh, expensive. But mariachi makes 
mariachis can cover any song and make it better. It would put you in a good mood. Yes. It just instantly puts you in a good mood. It's I don't, so it, bad. They could be playing the saddest song in the world. You're like, hey, let's go out. Let's go do something no, fun. Mariachi no can you take out the tequila. No well, another thing that makes put you, always puts you in a good mood. When right? in doubt, if you can afford it, go mariachi. Right, I have a question for you. Um, going back to the open of the whole show, going back to something you said, uh, early, was it earlier this week or maybe it was when you were in with um, Al? Why your voice is sex yes? Drugs. Why yes. I, I I need I need a little background on this because I've only heard it out of context. What was the context of the comment? I don't even remember what the context <laughs> I was, was. Listening, there is no context. You're just like, oh, we're missing Travis. Oh yeah, we're gonna miss Travis. His voice is sex. That yes, is, yes, that might have been it. I I look. You'd be surprised at how often that comes up. Con- <laughs> Univer- you know, universal, undeniable truths, Travis, don't require context. <laughs> they just are. I mean, it's like saying water's wet. What sure. difference is the context? Man? Yes. Well, th- when you put it like that, that's, yeah. uh, that, that works for me. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right. So tonight against the Spurs is the last game the Lakers will play in Staples Center. Mm-hmm. As the building yeah. is Staples Center, it will become Crypto.com Arena on Christmas. Uh, rolls off the tongue. It really does. You never have to stop right before you say it. Say, is it crypto.com arena? Arena. Um, That will start on Saturday. You're going from a center to an arena. I I get that it's familiar, Staples. I get that it does roll off the tongue. Staples Center, it's... It sounds right. Mm-hmm. like m- Much like SoFi Stadium, from the time that you're like, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds mm-hmm. good. You could hit it with something else. You're like, nah. Crypto.com Arena has a little bit of a clunkier feel, as you say it, for now. I think we'll get used to it. What I don't understand is the emotional connection to an office retailer in the name of the building. That with this, if it were Office Depot center would we feel the same way if this were the office aisle at target would we feel the same way i don't i don't understand why staples the retailer has such an unbelievable uh emotional uh connection to the people of this city okay i got two reasons for you one that is more broad one that is more specific it's got nothing to do with staples itself okay it has nothing to do with the brand like like you said if it had been office depot People would feel the exact same way. Like if this thing began as Crypt Center, like it was somewhere where they sold burial supplies, (laughs) tombs. Yes, they sold tombs and you know mausoleums. Yes, exactly. Like supplies for where you go to the other side. Urns. Yes, exactly. Supplies. You know, it's like an under, like an Undertaker market. Like (laughs) embalming fluid, formaldehyde. If it was was going from the Crypt Center to Staples Center. Yeah. People would feel the exact way about Crypt, the same okay. Crypt that now they're angry about. It's All got right. nothing to do with the actual <laughs> sponsor. It is about the memories specifically associated with that place and also the visuals that you have with those memories, like the sense memories of all the great moments from Laker history, King's history, all the different things that have happened there where you see staples. On the like, ice, on, on the floor. Exactly. So that's part of your sense memory. That is part of your history as a fan. And you are seeing that history change. And most fans get protective about the history. They don't like change. They want things to stay the way they were for those purposes of nostalgia. They don't want the things that they remember to shift in any way. You know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I would chain myself to the building in protest. (laughs) 
or something like this. But like, you, you know, you should don't be so hasty. You should consider this. You've got another day. Yes. <laughs> There's a whole afternoon. We're done at one. You can walk right across the street. We, I'm sure we could find some rope somewhere and tie you to the Chick Hearn statue or something. A few years ago, there was that protest outside Staples Center. I, oh, I don't. That's right. What What was that? I'm trying to remember what it was. Something it was involving so, the Lakers. Fans were upset about something. Was with it the, the free agency? Was it the Might whole Luol Dang free agency moment? It, there was something. I don't remember if people can uh, hit us up on Twitter <laughs> about what it was. I don't remember exactly, but there were. Oh, I think I remember seeing all nine of those yeah, guys out but, there. But they were mad. They were really mad. But I'm saying I understand that part of it. And mm-hmm. then more specifically about this, I, and I was really thinking about it. I wonder if fans might feel differently about this if Kobe was still alive. Because more than any team, more than any athlete, more than any performer, Staples was Kobe's building. And, like, when you change that floor, you are, in the most literal sense, erasing history. Like, you are erasing, in a visual sense, those things associated with Kobe. And, like, at a time when fans are still trying to hang on to every memory and preserve every memory they have of Kobe, like, if Kobe was still alive and was here to usher this transition to crypt.com arena <laughs> like I, I i there would still be some fans upset about it because they don't like change people like to complain for complaining's sake but i think specifically kobe being gone is a big part of this. i think that's a really interesting thought i i do i think i think that there's probably a lot to that that they associate staple center the the name not necessarily the structure with Kobe and because Kobe, you know, died that that there's there's a lot of connective tissue there. There's there's no question about it. That being said, and, and I think you're probably right, I still don't get it. I be because Kobe Bryant doing what he did, it still happened right there, Andy. Right. It's 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 right there. They're not knocking the building down. Like I, I get it. If you let's let's play the game. If you knocked Dodger Stadium down and built a new ballpark somewhere else, like Long Beach, okay, you built a new ballpark somewhere, and this is this is where Fernando Mania took place. This is where Clayton Kershaw pitched, Sandy Koufax pitched, Tommy Lasorda managed. I get it; it's gone, and Dodger Stadium will always mean something to me. This is just changing some signs out front and painting a different logo on the floor. It still happened there, right? But but you can't anymore say that that building was Kobe's. Kobe, Why Kobe, not? It's the same exact building. But it's not going to feel the same to a lot of fans. Like, K- Kobe will have never stepped foot inside of but yes, Crypto.com. He has. But I know he but, hasn't as, as the cryptocurrency du jour, but he's been – That's the. it's the I'm same just, steps, it's the same locker I'm room, just it's telling the same you, everything. I really feel like – because I, I was really thinking about this, because Brian and I on uh, our podcast, Locked on Lakers, which everybody should be subscribing to Monday through Friday. I'm a Locked on fan, you know that. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, we, we actually talked about this for today's show, because Brian, like you, can't wrap his head around – <laughs> why anybody would care and it's not just because brian is you know just an unsentimental old coot who also isn't it's in addition to right yeah. <laughs> who also isn't in real life like a like a true laker fan yeah. you know i mean there's there's a lot that would leave brian disconnected to human feelings and things like that but i real i was really giving this thought and i and i really feel like and this may be something that i think a lot of laker fans may not consciously realize I wonder really how much this has to do with specifically 
the circumstances with Kobe. I, I think that's interesting. There's something there. I, that had he, had, if he were still alive and said that you could still see him sitting courtside or whatever, or you knew, yeah. you know, he then maybe it's a little easier to kind of accept the fit. But I, I, I don't. I just. I don't have the feeling, so it's hard for me to kind of think of it like this. Every goal that was scored for the Kings to win that Stanley Cup, it happened right here. Every basket that they scored to win those NBA championships with Kobe and Shaq and Kobe and Powell, it happened right over there. Just because it, instead of saying staples in the corner of the court, it says crypto, it doesn't change a single thing for me. But but it does, though, in terms of what you visualize with it, what you associate with it, like all of that era of the, the, those five championships – that the Lakers won with Kobe and Kobe Shaq, Kobe Powell, none of it is specifically connected to Crypto.com. So it will feel different. And to fans of a team, like true fanatics who drink in the success, they drink in the history, all of that stuff, it feels like erasure. So let me read a tweet here from uh, Hector Flores who says, would it help to call it Kobe Bryant Court at Crypto.com Arena? If they put his name on it, does that mitigate some of the feelings? I mean, I can't think of a single Laker fan who would object. No, to I don't. the Laker fans wouldn't object to something like that, but I I don't know. I, I think I'm more in Bryant's camp on this one. That's just, I no. get it. I, I can close my eyes and think of Kobe Bryant making big shots and him doing all of the things that he did. And it's not ruined because they changed the name. It's not. It's not even moderately different. It. It happened. I saw it. It's just. I. Instead of oh. buying paper clips, I'm going to buy invisible money. <laughs> What's the difference? I mean, I, Brian brought up this point too, and, and like you, he's a. You know, unsentimental I, both, old coot. I'm gonna steal. I dead think on the it was. Inside. I think it was Brian's line that I lack whimsy. <laughs> yes, I, I think yes. both Brian and I are lacking in whimsy. But Brian did bring up something that I think uh, is true, and eventually, over time, nobody's gonna recognize this or care. But Crypto.com sounds undignified <laughs> for an organization like the Lakers. It's the .dot com. It's the but crypto is kind of the well crypto look. Crypto is all of it. Crypto.com is its thing. Here, here's the thing, though. And I don't know if this is the greatest thing we should be doing as you know a partner of the team. But anywho, crypto feels like a grift. <laughs> like the whole, <laughs> the whole crypto thing. They got Matt nope. Damon doing commercials. It's fine. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. If this thing turns out to be a grift and, you know, people involved with it end up on the losing end, Matt Damon's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Matt Damon's already said. I'm not, and I want to make it clear. I'm not saying it is a grift. I'm saying it sounds. Nobody understands cryptocurrency. You, you, I have, okay, I fancy myself somewhere in the middle of spectrum and intelligence. I'm not the dumbest guy in the room. I'm never the smartest guy in the room. Somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. I have tried to understand yeah. what it is. I don't know. No. I know that a lot of people have gotten rich. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not one of yeah. them, and I still don't you understand know quite how it works. Grifters. <laughs> <laughs> then they got to move their yeah. little wagon to the next town. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I picture all of this like 1920s where you had like a wooden wheeled wagon that you would just roll down to the next town. Like I figured yeah. my vision of a grifter is some guy with a, a long cigarette mm -hmm. and a wooden wagon. Right. Instead of selling like tonics, <laughs> they're selling money that you can't see that you're being told is worth a lot. I would have been more into the elixirs as yes. opposed to the tonics, but that's the way that I do it. You have some uh, Staples Center factoids that we're going to get to next. It's Travis Lee. 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo to 
tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. No, not this one. Right? Is this Bing? I love this one. This one's cool. This one takes me back to seventh grade. I did a puppet show with this song. <laughs> what was your puppet? I don't know. I was just one of those socks. I was one of the. I was one of the uh, uh, background singers. <laughs> All right, Emily. This is your. You like this one? I love this one. You just can sway to it. You, you, you just want to like bop down the street to this song. Exactly. Is this Bing Crosby? Is that what this is? Uh, sure. <laughs> or Burl Ives? Or there's only like three guys that sing these songs. Michael Bublé has a really good album too, but he just covers all the other songs. Yeah, so. but I mean, I don't know. This one, this one's a little. I want up, up, up. Give me a little jingle bells. Yeah. I mean, it's. This feels very generic. Yeah. This feels like I'm shopping. Yes. You know, I'm I'm yeah. in I'm in JC You know, do I need does does Susan need a new coffee pot? Do we want to get that? Do we want to get the Keurig? I'm dreaming <laughs> of a you know, their shoes over there look pretty nice. Yeah, it just feels like I'm in Yeah, the- this one feels like the cover of the original, whatever the original is. <laughs> I like the do do Exactly. Do, 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 do. That was my That's part. That's the best part. That was, part that was when your puppet yeah. came alive, do, do, the do, 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 do part. It was literally a sock puppet, dude. It was just yeah. do, do. Emily, do you have a sock puppet memory from this show that you'd like to share? I don't have a sock puppet memory from this exact uh, song, but I did make a sock puppet for Girl Scouts, so that's my, that's my sock puppet. There, so we all had to do, like, holiday assemblies right in in grade school where you'd have to sing and do the maybe it's a sock puppet show or whatever i was one of the taller kids in class so i would just have to stand in the back and be a part of the chorus and aggressively not sing like sit there just like a easter island statue and say nothing (laughs) that was my role in the holiday uh festivities this is the drifters you said the drifters yes okay i mean they were this feels like something that they were kind of forced to do by the label (laughs) Yeah, we own you. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna make sure that you sing yeah, this song. We're exactly. gonna record it in August. And yeah, exactly. We're gonna go through the entire thing. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. I want to read this one to you. It's interesting. Talk. We were talking about the emotional attachment to Staples Center, the name of Staples Center, because the building is exactly the same. <laughs> Nothing is changing other than instead of it saying Staples, it's gonna say crypto. Um, this is from. Skyatola, and um, I believe it's a he by the picture. He writes, not sure how I'll function without big red reminders of where to purchase my stationery. Kobe, Shaq, Pow, and the gang are legends who provided treasured memories from downtown, but I think all the Staples brand nostalgia must be mostly fueled by post-forum fans. I wonder if there's not something to that, because as someone, my, my fondest Laker memories happened in Inglewood. Sure. My, the the Laker things that mean the most to me, and I'm not something else to you. Fine, it's it's personal. Magic, worthy, 
Cooper, Rambis, Kareem, Pat Riley, those Lakers. Yeah. All happened in Inglewood. And then when they came up here to Staples Center, I, it wasn't, oh my gosh, you know, the, the forum is never going to be the forum again. It's, you know, the Laker, it's, no, they just moved up to a nicer, newer building. I, yeah, I wonder but, if having gone through that just makes it a little easier to say, guys, come on now. Maybe. I mean, look, a, a lot of this is what you know, like, you know, sort of what developed your Laker fandom to begin with. And there are definitely generations of Laker fans for whom it really began at Staples Center, mm-hmm. like, sure. you know, the forum and Showtime is something that either they were told about or they see. Like, it's ancient in, history to people. Right. But as uh, Starfish and Coffee tweeted out to us, has the forum been the same since basketball and hockey stopped being there? The building is still there, but the atmosphere yeah, is but gone. Yeah, but that's, that's not uh, an apples to apples. I know argument. it is an apples to apples, but just like the idea of I stuff they do, changing. They do concerts. They still do a great place service. to see a concert. A- absolutely. But – if they just they did by the way let's go back to this it was the 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 forum the fabulous forum mm-hmm. and the i believe it was the first ever corporate sponsorship it became the great western forum right. great western was a bank here mm-hmm. in southern california back in the day yeah and jerry bus i'm not going to get this quote exactly right but i'm going to get it close enough that you'll understand they said how could you do this and he said let me ask you something andy you're andy right mm-hmm. what if i offered you 10 million dollars to call you dave Dave, it is. <laughs> there you go. There you, there you go. So we're going to call this the Great Western So form. by extension, if you offered me like, <laughs> what is it, $700 million to right. be called crypto? Crypto. Crypto Kamenetsky, it is. Whatever you want. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. They, they didn't just change. They did change the name at the forum, and everybody just kind of. It was it was one of those things we talked about. But this, there didn't seem to be an emo- it, that 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 change was the, like forecasting the doom right, but, of, of But you sports. can still call the Great Western Forum the forum. You can't call the Crypto.com Arena the staples. <laughs> like, it doesn't oh, work. they will. I mean, I, people will, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, that. When you call the Great Western Forum the Forum, you're basically calling the building by its nickname. You can't call any nickname for Crypto.com into Staples. C D C A. You don't even have enough little right letters. Like, you can't do it. Yeah, CDC. We're just gonna shoot down to the CDCA and see the uh, Kings and the God, Panthers play this that's weekend. Worse. <laughs> I don't know if it is CDCA. I mean, that's Crypto. It feels like you're going to the hospital. Yeah, I have a bad CDCA infection. <laughs> yeah. The well, CDC is it, who you it, it, go for COVID updates. It'll it'll work itself out. It'll work itself out. You have things that happen. This is the last game at Staples Center. Mm-hmm. The first game at Staples yeah. Center. Yeah, uh, I just want to sort of remind people where it all began, how long ago it all began, what the world was like when it began. The first game at Staples Center was played on November 3rd, 1999, first Laker game. Mm-hmm. They beat the Vancouver Grizzlies. Was this a big country Reeves moment? Um, let me look at the box score that I happen to <laughs> have. Sharif Abdur Rahim moment. Sharif Abdur Rahim was the co-leading scorer <laughs> okay. for the Grizzlies. Uh Bryant Reeves did in fact there play 11.7 rebounds. Um Mike Bibby? Was Mike, Mike Bibby a Vancouver Grizzly? Mike Bibby was a Vancouver Grizzly. He was on this particular team. Bad day. Three of eleven shooting for uh, eight tough, points. Tough game for Mike. Shaq led all scores. Uh, with 28 points, also had 10 rebounds, four assists, three blocks. The starting lineup: Shaq, Glenn Rice, AC Green, wow. Ron Harper, and Derek Fisher in the place for Kobe, who you remember broke his wrist before the season began, missed the first 15 games of the season. Both game, both teams were gunning it in this game. Uh, 16 combined threes. 
<laughs> taken in this game. Each team. That's the best part so far. That's my favorite little nugget oh, so more. far. That's there's great. There's more. Each team uh, took eight apiece. They went a combined one for 16. Rick Fox was your sharpshooter of the game. One of four. <laughs> uh, because that's who he was. Travis Knight in just over four minutes, two fouls. Um, you also had the pride of Huntington Beach, Cherokee Park. Sure. On sure. the other side of the, uh, of the court. Scoreless. In 16 minutes, did not take a single shot. So a regular night for Cherokee Park. Exactly. Just I don't know where he was in the tattoo phase. Um, also letting you know exactly what the world was like at this moment. Mm -hmm. On November 3rd, 1999, the number one movie at the moment was the remake of House on Haunted Hill with Tay Diggs, Jeffrey Rush, and Famke Janssen. We are about to shift... I do like Famke Jansen. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, you got you, you saved that one at the end. Good. Uh, we are about to shift to the new number one movie, The Bone Collector. Number one Ashley movie. Ashley Judd, perhaps? No, no, no. This was uh, Angelina Jolie and Denzel Washington okay. Uh, okay. paralyzed. Uh, the number one movie of the year, 1999, The Phantom Menace. Oh, my gosh. The first of the Star Wars uh, returns. Number one album of the year. Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. You remember, may remember a little ditty. Yeah. And the number one song on November 3rd, Smooth by Santana and the dude from Matchbox 20. Rob Thomas. Yes. Why do I know that? I know I nothing know. about any music ever, and that's rattling around in my brain. And then finally, assuming my research is correct, I'm not a big gamer guy, but this was the week of the first edition of NBA 2K no getting way. released. Yes. Well, Alan that makes I sense. We're, we're almost to 2K. Allen Iverson uh, was the cover athlete. It was played on a Dreamcast. That's unbelievable. Yeah. that the, My favorite, but those are all great. I cannot believe that two NBA teams combined to shoot 16 threes, yeah. and they made one of them. Gunning it. So if we ever need to have the conversation again about how Steph Curry changed the NBA, <laughs> let's let's just yes. rerun the first game yes. at Staples Center. That's, that's extraordinary. 16? 16 between the teams. That doesn't even make any sense. That what, what did they do? Did they, would they, how, how, I don't they really, clogged the paint. That's I barely what they remember did. basketball being played prior to the three-point <laughs> shot. You needed a guy with an automatic 10-footer so you could open things up. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Corona and Gabriel on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Gabriel, you're on with Travis and Andy. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? I have a comment about you guys about the forum and the Staples Center, how it's going to be weird and awkward. Back when, before Honda Center, it was called the Arrowhead Pond, and everyone made it seem like that was a big old deal. Now no one even remembers it being called a pond. Yeah, but the Ducks. Hey, hey, easy, easy. You got a Ducks fan over here. I, here's the thing. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm not a Ducks fan. Don't, I am. Don't ever say that about me. I'm not a Ducks <laughs> no, fan No, you can be a fan with whatever you want, Gabriel. I'm assuming by your reaction that you're probably a Kings fan. But here's the thing. Yeah, big-time okay. Kings fan. Yeah, so thank you for the call, Gabriel. Um I live down there. People still call it the pond all the time. Sure. And, and, and it's still Home Depot Center. It's, you know, the, sometimes the, the first name is going to be the one that sticks the longest Absolutely. for sure because these things turn over. I think to your, the, the crypto.com arena that it's clunky in your mouth is part of the, the objection to all of this. I think that's probably Staples Center flows, the way that SoFi rolls. The, what, where, where is where the Galaxy play now? The Dignity Health Sports Park? Good luck. Bank of America. That, that that feels a lot like what we got now. It's what it sounds like, I think, has far more to do with it than it was changed. Uh, for what it is worth, the great Ralph Lawler, uh, longtime Clipper yes. announcer for 
decade, you could argue the greatest Clipper of all time, uh, weighed in on Twitter. Uh, Rosh Markazi uh, tweeted out the full-page ad uh, commemorating Staples Center that the Lakers took out, and Ralph Lawler retweeted with, do not understand being so sentimental about a name. The building is the same, not like when they tore down Boston Garden or Chicago Stadium. I have 20 years of happy memories at Staples Center. Still do. Same building, same memories. Just some other company spending hundreds of millions of dollars. I knew I liked Ralph before, and I like Ralph more now. That's exactly right. They need to retire his mic. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Well, Clippers. You know, I mean, just come on. He, no, I'm not even kidding when I, I say Ralph Lawler is the greatest Clipper I of all time. I didn't think you were. Yeah, I, I look as someone who's lived here more or less my entire. I, he he yeah. was the only thing for that. Now they've got a good team and sure. they've got star players. They got different ownership. That's serious and everything else. But y- yes, I okay. I, I hope people listening to this take this with the spirit that I mean it. They chick won't. chick eh, they won't. <laughs> chick is the goat all-time in NBA you could argue he is the goat of announcers all-time you know maybe Vin would like a word uh, you know, Bob <laughs> yeah. Miller would like a word yeah there's yeah they're basically Harine right yeah they're, they're all in LA yeah that's what's so crazy but you know Chick is the goat certainly in the NBA you could make a strong argument that what Ralph Lawler did though was more impressive because okay. he had nothing to work with no the game was almost always the same. You know, Chick and, and Vince Scully and you know, Bob Miller, different times. They've had good teams. They've yeah. had big moments. The Clippers, until very recent history, 10 years or so, their history was uh, being yeah. a joke. Ralph Lawler managing to make those games watchable and listenable is arguably more impressive than even the great Chick Hearn, his accomplishments. All right. Hey, did you see? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Sliwa. Andy's in for Slee today on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Hello, Emily. So today is, hey, did you see that today is Festivus, the yes. holiday that was created by Seinfeld. So... It's the Festivus for the rest of us, so it's time to air our grievances. I'm going to ask each of you to air one grievance. Travis, you go first. Well, first of all, in in the interest of accuracy, Frank Costanza of Seinfeld created Festivus. I just want that I feel that he he, he deserves all the credit because it's a thing that people actually celebrate now. Just ask George because (laughs) it's one of the many things his father did that shaped and ruined his life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. You know, I don't carry grievances for very long, so I'm going to have to go back to a, a reasonably recent event with a grievance that Slee just kind of in the middle of our morning call, you say, oh, by the way, I'm not working tomorrow. Because here's here's what happened. I, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory to this entire thing. About two weeks ago, we he and I talked, said, we're taking from this day to that day, and we both put in the same thing. And we're like, yeah, okay, cool. And so then earlier this week, we were talking, you know, we should have done. We should have taken Thursday off. That would have been better to take Thursday off. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then he just drops that on me on Wednesday morning. Like, oh, by the way, last show, I'm just I'm just not going to work. So my grievance is with one Alan Sliwa. Oh, Sliwa's shifty. (laughs) 
let's be honest. <laughs> Shifty schemer. Yeah, right? He's always working the angles. I, I, I feel like he really sold me a bill of goods. Yeah, I, I, you know, you got to watch your six with that guy around. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, God. A man like myself with so many grievances, how do you <laughs> narrow it down to just one? Um, all right, you know what? I'll think of one just that affected me today. Mm-hmm. People on the roads, you need to pick a lane. And when I say pick a lane, I mean we need to all decide which one are we moving in, and then we need to decide which one we are not moving in. Nothing upsets me more than gaps. I cannot stand these gaps that don't move, and you you finally get past one of them because one of the big secrets to driving in the city is you got to be at the front of the line because when you're at the front of the line, you dictate the pace. Like, you are in charge of everything. True. Like, I am that guy who will, you know, there's two lanes and there's one that's really a turning lane. Yes. And that person that will, the minute the light turns green, you zip in turning left. I do that ultimately at the service of everybody else <laughs> because I set animals. a better pace. Like I ultimately free up everybody behind me. The problem is if your pace is not to the liking of the guy with the giant construction truck who's basically in your trunk, that's an uncomfortable moment to drive. Okay, here's another. Because I had this this morning. I'm coming up, and I'm doing, I don't know, 78, 79 miles an hour in the far left lane. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm moving at a pace that I thought was appropriate for that lane. And those giant, you know, the ones with the big toolboxes on the side, those giant trucks. He he could have reached out and put his hand on my shoulder. That's how close he was to being behind me, and, and I couldn't have moved over fast enough. Like right. he, he very he he truck bullied me. He just moved me right. <laughs> he just moved me right out of the way. I've never been a bigger sissy in my life. Okay, here's another grievance um, that I will just say: unless you specifically work in construction, like this is essentially your work vehicle. Mm-hmm. If you own a truck of that size. <laughs> I already know I don't like you. <laughs> I are pretty big. They're fast too. No, I I know <laughs> that if you drive a truck like that, I don't like you. There's likely some type of compensation that's going on. I'm not saying what. <laughs> Leave it open to people. But there's something that you're working a little too hard on. <laughs> All right. I also have an, a grievance to air, and I Please. think Andy, you might not enjoy this as much, but. Uh, I have a grievance to air for the entire city of St. Louis because that's where my car broke down on the way from Connecticut to Los Angeles. I was stuck in St. Louis for three days without a car, without a way to get to Los Angeles. I was freaking out. Also, the St. Louis dealership messed up my car when they fixed it, quote unquote. And so, uh, yeah, my grievance is for all St. Louis. Sorry, St. Louis could not win any awards anytime, any championships. No, thank you. Not on my watch. Do you have any kin that work in the automotive industry (laughs) in in St. Louis? I do not. I have a small family anyway, but uh, but none of the kin is is involved with like. So I think you're probably out of the out, out no, of. No, I'm not. Way. I'm not taking this personally, Emily. I mean, I, I I feel like you might be blaming St. Louis a little bit for the randomness of the world, but I mean, it's okay. Hey, it uh, did, did you and at least get, isn't that cool? Did you at least get some toasted ravioli? No, I couldn't do anything cool. This, wait, wait I was stop, stuck there. Stop right there. What? Oh, toasted ravioli is a St. Louis food. I believe it's a St. Louis invention. It's raviolis that usually are filled with meat, but you can also do cheese. Sure. Why not both? You, <laughs> couple uh, of each. Couple. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> couple of each. They are breaded, yeah. then deep fried. Keep talking. You serve them with a marinara sauce. They're amazing. Why? Wait. What's today? 
December 23rd, 2021. This is just coming to my attention. Okay. How is this possible? This so now he's, he's selling you on St. Louis. It, it, by the way, he succeeded. If this sounds good, <laughs> if this sounds good, they actually carry a version of this at Trader Joe's. You can oh, get yeah. these, and they're good. They're actually, they're not do I Do I fry them or pop them in the oven? How do I do you it? Can, you air can, you can air, air fry, fry. You yeah. can air fry them. You can, I believe, do the stove. I, you could probably deep fry them. They're, I'm not going to lie. They're not St. Louis good, but they're pretty good. Close enough facsimile? They're good. Yes. They're also um, a restaurant that is just a ranch bar where you can have different styles of ranch. Ranch wanna, dressing? Yes. So I wanted to go with that with my dad, but he said no. So, yeah, that, good, uh, for, <laughs> good for Mr. Hebel. That's, uh, that's a good decision. They have that in St. Louis? Yes, there's a St. Louis sounds terrible. Who I needs, saw it on First of all, ranch is okay. I'm not, I'm not like a ranch jihadi where I, I'm going to talk you out of it. It's the best dip. It, it's fine. It's I, a, I don't dislike it. but it's I, a really specific mission. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't need multiple varieties of ranch. It's buttermilk and herbs and mayonnaise. It's fine. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's it. Necro cool is more than enough. I feel like cool has covered the entire ranch rainbow. They're all just kind of, they're all just different flavors of cool. All right, I got one little tiny one I want to get in before the end. And I want just a quick answer from both of you. So, hey, did you see that Chef Gordon Ramsay opened a burger joint in Chicago with his ketchup-laden hot dogs on the menu? So, age-old debate, ketchup on a hot dog. Andy, you're first. No, ketchup doesn't belong on any, ketchup's for children. Like, if you're above 10, you don't eat ketchup Incorrect. thank you yes it's 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 way too sweet it's 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 an un here's the first of all at a restaurant especially something like a hot dog where we all have kind of our own opinions you're gonna have to let me decide what i want on that hot <laughs> unless i'm asking like a chicago dog is a very specific right. thing it has the tomato slices and the pickle and the little right. peppers yeah by the way pretty darn good comes on a poppy seed bun it'd be we, the relish onions sure. we all know chicago dog right if i'm ordering that i know what i'm getting but if i'm just getting a hot dog you don't get to put the ketchup on for me what if i don't want it well i mean that's treating you like the child that would put ketchup on a hot dog in in the first place like ketchup's gross it's unsightly like it's a it really is, unappealing it, looking condiment yeah i'm I, you yes I, i'll i'll go with the little ranch for the fries emily we can we can share our ranch for the fries you can have all the ketchup for yourself we'll go cool ranch. we'll go with that all right um so <laughs> we've got ask ski is that what we're going with sure, coming up here that's uh we, that, that's coming up in a little bit but coming up next uh, the college football playoff made an announcement that got me thinking about a couple of different things in the NFL, college football, and really the entire universe right now, seeing what's going on. That's next. It's Travis Slee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN.